This is the Church Planting Podcast, brought to you by the Broadcast Network. Broadcast exists to support, train and encourage church planters. For more information about who we are or about the training that we offer, please visit our website at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Broadcast Podcast. My name is Tom, I'm part of the team at Broadcast, along with... Beth and Tim, who are both on with me today. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Very well. Thanks, Tom. Good stuff. (laughs) Um, We've been doing a little series on the podcast recently called Leadership Unleashed, where we're looking at different aspects of leadership in church life. And we're coming back to that topic today. And I was at a thing a couple of weeks ago, a a gathering of church leaders. And someone was doing a little talk there, a guy called Neil Hudson. And he dropped in a one-liner that's just stuck in my mind a bit that I wanted to see what you guys thought of. Uh, And he just observed that 30 years ago, 40 years ago, we tend to use the word minister for someone who had a church leadership position. And now we don't really use that word, not in our circles anyway. Maybe some churches still do. And we talk about church leaders rather than church ministers. And it's like somewhere along the line, we've made a shift there. And it's just an interesting observation. And I wanted to just um, tease that out a bit and think about what happened there. Why did we make that change? What have we gained by doing it? Because I think there are some benefits and what have we lost by doing it as well? Because there are some costs to it. So um, that's where we're going to go today. And uh, I wonder, Beth, what do you think when you hear the word minister? Because it's quite mm-hmm. old school, isn't it? Um, I think of someone dressed in some fancy garb <laughs> with a big hat. And um, yeah, I think, again, similar to what we were talking about last week, almost biology, again, I think it's so I'm a bit older, um, generally. Um, yeah, maybe more of like a set of routine that routines that they do during the service. Um, something quite traditional. Um, yeah, it's generally where my mind goes. Yeah. How about you, Tim? I think of two people. <laughs> I think of my granddad, who was a minister. That's why he was a Baptist minister. Mm. Um, who, yeah, it was a bit of a one-man band, as mm. Baptist ministers were and then in the 50s and 60s. And I think of the Reverend Lovejoy in The Simpsons, <laughs> who is the, is the person that everybody can call on, does everything, and is slightly battle-weary. Mm. Uh, it's interesting, like, both of you have gone to this kind of one-man show kind of mm. idea, or prominent, or in the centre spotlight, um, which is fascinating, because the word minister really means the opposite in a way, doesn't it? It's, um, it's a word that... Um, is something that is, is underneath. It's a servant kind of word, um, which is the Reverend Lovejoy thing. Like he was mm-hmm. definitely doing a lot of serving, definitely getting himself around, um, like in that way, and helping people. And uh, I think as well of like the government, we have like the minister for um, trade, we have the defence mm-hmm. minister, we have the prime minister, and uh, all these people. Again, I think in the job title, they've probably put it there as a, as a way of saying, okay, we are serving... I guess the monarch by taking mm. on this role, um, mm. serving the people by doing this role mm. might be a better way to think about it. Um, but that's what the word, okay, by definition of word would convey. Um, what about leader then? How, how, how would you see a leader different to a minister? Well, I would see it more as, it's slightly more managing word, a slightly more CEO words. It's slightly more um, setting a direction word. Uh, it's more organisational. Um, so those things 
would come out at me different as minister. Mm. Yeah, I think I actually going back to ministry again. I think in my head, it's always someone who's in the like they're in the stationed in the church, mm. and their work is within the church building itself. I think probably from just again mm. a kind of traditional mm. outlook. Whereas I hear the word leader, and in my head, it doesn't. Um, uh, locate itself to one place it's quite mm. movable and quite um, I mean you, you follow a leader don't you and mm. so there's there's more of a kind of yeah a moving entity to a minister mm. and that's, that's mm. sort of... yeah yeah it's, a, it's an interesting thing when we're talking to people outside church because if I was to say I'm a minister in a church they'd probably look at me with a slightly glazed over look like mm. okay mm. I, I know I, i've heard the words i don't get it i don't know what you do do you do you dress up in robes do you um do you primarily like say mass or I don't know, mm. that's catholic priest isn't it but it'd be those kind of ideas where if i say yeah i'm a leader at the church then okay i understand leadership i know what you're talking about we have leaders in my workplace and it's an easy way into get people to understand a bit more. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I wonder though, underneath it, if there's a question of which of those two we perceive ourselves as and what the consequences might be. Um, Tim, when you think of yourself, how much of the stuff that you described of leadership would be mainly where your mind goes? and? Uh, are there bits of the minister stuff that you'd bring in as well in your self-perception? Yeah, I think I would have both in there. Um, so, uh, like, if I'm talking to someone who doesn't go to church, I'll usually say I'm the pastor of a church, mm. um, which people seem to be able to understand a bit more. And if they don't, I'll usually say something like, oh, like an underqualified vicar. <laughs> of which, yeah. So I, so I would see, I would see both elements to it, I think. Mm. The leadership word is useful, but um, limited. So it doesn't sound very serving. It doesn't sound very hidden. Um, it doesn't sound like you you do things for the good of the people that um, won't be seen. Um, and whereas I think minister does imply that stuff. Um, but I think minister just sounds a bit put upon as well, which I don't think is true. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I feel. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, I think, I don't know if it's because growing up in the New Frontier Circle and, and having never really used the word minister before, mm. I would never class myself as a minister or, you know, I think in that, with that title, it was always pastors, leaders, elders. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think with the image I have of minister, I could never tell someone I was a minister. <laughs> I would think I would struggle to, to fit myself into that. But obviously, as you said, like, the attributes is something that you want to be doing within your leadership work, isn't it? And so, um, yeah, maybe I just need to rethink about the way that I look at the word. <laughs> maybe if we take away the idea of calling a person a minister mm. and think about what we're doing mm. with the people that we're serving. So mm. are we primarily thinking the way I relate to this group of people is I'm leading them mm. or are we primarily thinking I'm ministering to them, mm. which I think is a more depowered word than I'm a minister feels quite on a platform. Mm. But I'm ministering, I'm serving, I'm, I have their needs in mind mm. and my role is shepherding, serving, blessing, doing good, feeding those people. Leading 
is I'm giving direction, I'm helping them go somewhere, I'm helping build something. Perhaps there's a bit of bit more me in it. I've got a vision, maybe from God, maybe from my own head, wherever it comes from. Mm. And I'm trying to take people and grow a platform maybe or uh, get something to a different place. It's, it's a different dynamic. I think both have to be there, don't mm. they? But it, it's interesting to tease out the, the distinction. Or I find it so. Um, yeah. Did, did you guys listen to the um, Rise and Fall of Mars Hill podcast? Yep. Yep, yep. I yep. started it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go massively come into all the ins and outs of what went on there, but I think it was quite striking to me as I heard it that there was so much that went wrong that blew up in that context. But underneath it all, there seems to be a relationship between uh, the guy in charge and the people that was, they're here for me. They're here mm. to build my empire, my mega church, my my name, my brand, and they're useful for me to get where I want to go. That's the dark side of the leader idea, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think there's lots to think about in terms of how we understand what real leadership is, mm. what we think the purpose of a gathered church is the the you know the body what do you think they they are meant to be doing and therefore how the the people that are hold responsibility maybe authority in that in that group how they go about getting that group of people moving forward in that so we often think of we can think of leadership in quite individualistic terms can't we the individual leader or if you're in the congregation my reaction to that leader um, but actually how the corporate nature of it uh, and so we might think, well, pastoral ministry is somewhat different to the lead to leaders ministry when actually it may be just we're bringing all of our Western madness into the words. Um, I think it, those churches that were planted, that Jesus died, that Paul died, that Peter died, they planted churches and brought through other leaders who who went and did very similar things. So they were constantly sending people and looking to grow and expand. So we have to be we have to be kind of real about what the tasks are, um, if that makes sense. It does. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think your point about um, individualism and Westernism is really interesting, isn't it? Um, like when I've seen leaders from other cultural contexts, the way they go about leading can be quite different. Yeah. Um, I see less or some contexts have brought it in as well but i see less of that it's about the one person on the stage everyone paying attention to them and a lot more of who's respected in the community who's got along the people and mm. who's well thought of and that's a, a leadership trait in mm. many parts of the world um, mm. that probably bridges the gap a bit between the the leader and minister ideas that that we're talking about mm. um, yeah, I heard someone say once that <clears throat> leadership is often can be noticed by influence. Mm. And I guess in terms of ministry, you wouldn't think of influence as much, really. Like you mm. said, it's the serving, isn't it? So, which I guess can then be mimicked and influenced in that way. But I don't think you would apply the word influence as strongly to minister as you would leader. Yes. Um, well, yeah, it depends how you want to think about it. See, mm. I, I actually think, so you can think about it from the negative point of view. We, we'll talk about, um, toxic or abusive leaders and they're often mm. the the front-led 
stage people the ones that we'll pick out on because often you've heard about them when they go down mm. um but actually if you you can say well we're against that we want smaller we want to be served we want to do that and actually you can be just as manipulative and controlling and be mm. off the stage and yeah. just in how you're serving yeah. uh, now the positive is or positive of that is i think actually some of our most influential leaders are the ones that think about how they serve the church and get round people and you realize there's just a, a body of goodwill towards them mm. um and especially when they're it's not white western um mm. uh, and so yeah so i think the influence there is it looks very different um but actually when that person does sometimes get up on stage mm. and say something people react more positively and are more likely mm, to go true. there mm. um so i can think of some of our leaders in gorton who don't get up on stage much um and don't even want to and don't view themselves that way but their influence in the in that group is significant mm. and long standing mm. um so yeah so i i think it really is how you i think we you have to really get to the principles of what it is and what you want yes um and then understand the words on top of that yeah mm. that's very good so the mention there of gorton you've rooted it into a community mm. uh, and that it's huge because I think all of this, when it works out in a community, it, it doesn't really matter then if we're talking about someone's ministering, leading, because we know what they're doing. They're, yeah. they're around people, they're giving of themselves to serve people, they're pointing people in the way of Christ, all the good stuff. I think when we disembody it from community, that might be where we yeah. get problems. Mm. Um, so Beth, you were saying about influence. Well, our world is a world where influencers are what kids want to grow up being now isn't it like uh, everyone wants to be an influencer but I, what they really mean is they want to influence people that they don't know you can you can influence at a distance you can do it through content you can put out something that's not really the real you but is putting a show into the world that will get other people to move in a direction mm. even leadership can have a bit of that you can lead at a distance mm. you can be a um, CEO of a company that employs 200,000 people and you're leading them and you probably only know a handful in the C-suite um, you can be a leader of a country mm. that know most of the people there. Um, it's harder to be a, a servant to people you don't know it's harder mm to minister and uh, I think if we if we want to retain words like leader and influence and things like that uh, I think that's well and good if we can root it in you're doing this in the context of a group of people mm. and your heart to them is you want their good and you want to serve them and give of yourself for them mm. yeah. yeah interestingly a little bit of secular opinion but I was working for a company and I was doing their social media and we researched into micro-influencers um, over big influencers. So they actually found that micro-influencers with like five to 10K followers, as opposed to three million, were a lot more impactful in their community because there was that camaraderie, there was that like knowledge of each other that the big influencers wouldn't get the same traction basically. And I think you're right, I think on that smaller community mm. level, the leader has a lot more, um, you know, depth to minister to to their people. Um, yeah, I think it translates to to church as well as social media. <laughs> yes, on a slightly smaller scale. On a slightly smaller scale yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those people mm. with just five to ten k. Yeah, ten k in their church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, with, with that in mind, then 
What do you reckon, Tim, then, for if we are thinking in terms of leadership? Uh, the Bible talks positively about leadership. It says in Romans, let those who have the gift of leadership lead. Mm. What, what for you is the the set of things that are contained within that then? So someone's a leader within a community. What are we looking for them to do? How do they live that out? Well, I guess we're wanting them to look a little bit like Jesus, really. So we're looking for them to put others above themselves and and I think we've realized that more and more as we get into um, CCM in our history that actually we're looking for people who would um, yeah raise up others above themselves um, and even you know Ephesians 4 talks about equipping the saints so um, I think to view ourselves in that way actually uh, and you can do that in loads of that that's through your pastoring maybe your one-to-one of um, being with people and loving people or just how you practically serve and it can be how you organize and administrate uh, and you know even set a direction for the church but really it's in order to bring the best out of the body of everyone that's there so I think that is what we would be looking for really yeah yeah so let, let's kind of wrap it up and rein it in a bit um, as you hear these two words i guess we want to maintain both we're not going really extreme like if anyone thinks there's any kind of ministering involved they're completely off kilter it's all hardcore leadership we're not saying that i don't think we'd go the other way and say no we need to bin the word leader we want to be ministers only but what is the balance how do we make sure we're doing both any any final thoughts Beth? um i think well, like as we said, I think the the leader necessarily needs to be rooted in the community that they're that they're working in. Basically, I think that kind of that um, feet on the ground kind of knowledge of where you know the people in their church are at, what they're doing, and serving them on their day to day you know needs basically is what um, yeah keeps that balance almost from just the kind of leader of the. Uh, you know, um, on a pedestal up there that no one really knows that well. But, you know, I think that kind of brings the community and relationship element and therefore the, the ministering as well within that, I'd say. Yeah. Good friend of mine recently got to meet the Pope, <laughs> which is just amazing. He managed to meet the Pope, had an audience with the Pope, of which I think there was about 30 or 40 of them there. And uh, the Pope made some reflections and he, he just said, because it was all pastors of... Uh, from lots of nations in the room and he said we need to be with people we need to pass to people and said i organize my time now so that i am regularly with people not not the cardinals not the big hitters but actually just with the people so even that there's a sense that we need to be community is absolutely what we need to be rooted in and it's a very a buzzword community but really it's you know with people uh, serving alongside and with people so mm-hmm. that uh, I think learning to delegate is so important, um, but delegating yourself out of everything so you do nothing always makes me nervous when people mm. talk like, yeah, I've delegated it all away. So what are you going to do? Well, everybody's going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. There is a nervousness there for me. Um, so I think being alongside and serving people, I think is super important. Yeah. I think a lot of it's in the heart. Yes. Uh, a lot of the difference is that I think... If I was to summarise where I'd land, I'd say 
to have leadership in the head and ministry in the heart mm. is a good place to Very land. Um, mm. I remember um, someone saying when you'd been into one of our sites and so Tim's the senior pastor by title at CCM and I came and was doing something at one of the sites and uh, the people that said when he introduced himself, he, he was like, hi, I'm Tim and I'm part of the team here. And it would have been so easy for you to go in and I'd go all guns blazing. I'm the big boss. I'm the leader. I'm the guy in charge. You don't see me most Sundays because I'm over there, but let me introduce who I am. And that would have been, in one sense, your entitlement. You, that is your title. But um, for the people who are leading on the ground in that site, it would have also slightly undercut them. It would have disempowered them. It would say, well, yeah, they're leads, but they're not really. I'm, I'm the real thing. Hmm. And you went in in a way that was ministry that was serving that was lifting up those people and that shows the heart of a minister who leads and i think that's a real good example of it um, so yeah hopefully this has just provoked some thought for, for yourself um, we're not suggesting you rip up all your job descriptions and retitle them but if it just aligns the way you think about what you do or just gives you a little um, nugget to think on then that will be a productive conversation to have had. So thanks for joining us this time and we'll be back next week with more conversation. Mm -hmm.